I do want to have a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode that towards the end of the episode, we have a discussion on some of the negative impacts that COVID-19 has had on our mental health and well-being in addition to our physical health and well-being. And furthermore, the topic of suicide is mentioned in the episode. And so I just want to share that with our listeners now in case that might be a um, triggering topic for any of you, because we certainly, I certainly take that very seriously and do not want anyone to go into the episode not knowing that just in case. I personally do not have a great deal of knowledge on this topic, and so I don't want to speak from a misinformed or uneducated voice, but I did want to share some organizations that I know of that exist for the purpose of helping people who are struggling with mental health or suicidal thoughts. Some of these organizations include the Suicide Prevention Resource Center. You can go to their website and learn more on topics and terms, risk and protective factors, and so on. And there's also the National Alliance on Mental Illness. It is shortened to N-A-M-I. I'm not sure if that's pronounced NAMI or NAMI. But you can go to nami.org to find a chapter in your state. And if you live in the state of Georgia, you can go to namiga.org. And from there, you can learn more about the resources that they have available to learn more on the topic. Um, Or if you or a loved one may need it for other uses. Um, Those are some organizations that I know of. I'm sure that there are plenty of others out there. Again, I am not as knowledgeable on this topic, and so I don't want to speak um, from an uninformed voice. So uh, I just want to share the little that I know and to remind people that you are not alone, that while your experience is unique to you, you don't have to go through anything alone. So again, this is just a warning as we get into the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy this episode on what it's like to run a dance studio during a pandemic. dancers and welcome to Off the Beat with Modco Dance Company. Joining me today is one of my absolute favorite people in the world. Someone I'm so honored to have worked for, to have learned under, Miss Keela Harvey. Thank you, Miss Meredith. I'm serious. You're such such just an angelic presence and I just appreciate you so much. I feel that way about you. No, I really do. You are so like sincere, and you're just just a sweet person. Oh, that I it, angelic. It would be the perfect 
adjective to describe you. Oh, thank you so much. This is our Sagittarius sign bonding. That's right. Yes. 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 Um, But yeah, is there anything you would like to share with our listeners about yourself? Okay. Well, like she said, I'm Kua Harvey. And I am the owner, director of Gift of Dance Studio um, in McDonough, Georgia. And um, we have been in business now for, this is our actually our sweet 16th anniversary year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I um, think I knew always knew that I was going to open a studio growing up, just not sure when. Um, so it it wasn't until after my mom was sick with cancer that it kind of like put everything in motion. Like before Mm -hmm. she leaves this earth, I want her to see that I am achieving my, my dream because, um, we would talk about it a lot, you know? So that kind of was like the impetus, like, okay, I got to get it done now. And I would, I went like literally while she was in the hospital, like I went and got my business license and I found a space and I took some of my savings to like pay for like the deposit down like first month's and last month's rent on a space and just really um, tried to hurry up and get it done so that she could see. Um, So that, yeah, that was in 2005. Yep. Yep. And, and a few weeks later after she read like my lease and all of that, then she passed. But, um, but yeah, so ever since we've been rolling along. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts and your talents with the community and what you do with gift of dance. And I know me as a teacher, I have sincerely loved working there. And with you, and so I'm just really excited to do this podcast with you today. Yes, thank you again for having me. (laughs) So how did you feel when all of this first began about a year ago now? Um, I I listened to a previous episode that you did, um, and the studio owner was saying that you know, we kind of all thought it would just be like, okay, for two weeks, you know, we'll we'll see you guys back in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us were the same. Like, I, I had no, no one knew that it would be as long as it's been going. Um, so I thought it was like an extended snow day. Like, mm-hmm. um, oh, this will be fun. You know, we can rest. I can be at home with my kids and watch some TV. You know, I thought it would be cool. But then we started seeing the reports and it's dragging and Mm -hmm. then we realized, I realized the seriousness of it. Um, So at first, like initially, I didn't think too much of it. Yeah. 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 Like you said, I don't think anyone could have predicted the gravity of the situation and what it would become. So, and it's crazy that it's, we're approaching the one year mark of when this all began. So, right. And at the risk of asking a potentially silly question, it felt like very common for all studios once we switched online to use Zoom. I know that there are different Facebook pages in the Atlanta dance area for like subs and for teachers, performances. Mm -hmm. Was there anything in that community that sort of promoted Zoom or what made 
most people or in your experience what made you decide to use zoom that's a good question um initially the teachers you being one of them (laughs) we all started doing like recorded videos yes oh my gosh i forgot about that yeah we did do that yes yeah we started recording videos and then I would like upload them to like a central location, like mm-hmm. being like Google Classroom or our Google Drive. And the parents could go on and they could access all the videos yes. they needed from there. Yeah. So we were rolling with that. And then I think one of the um, competition kids mentioned something about like a Google Meets. So I was like, okay. So I never really. I think like the kids have been using it for school. Like my my own biological kids have been using it for school and stuff like that. But I wasn't familiar with it. So I kind of like experimented with it. And I wasn't, to me, it wasn't as, and I might, this might sound stupid, but I, it wasn't as user friendly to me. Okay. Which probably now, I probably could get on it now <laughs> with all the technology <laughs> that we've been consumed, yeah. we've had to be consumed with. Um, I probably could figure it out now. But at the time... Google Meets. I was like, how does this? I don't understand what's going on. And so then I think um I think that's when I just started researching other platforms like Google Meets mm-hmm. that would work with our team. Like our, at the time our competition team had about 20 dancers. So I was looking for something where all of them could be on there free. Mm-hmm. Um so that's how I kind of um, found, to my recollection, that's how I found Zoom. Okay. Um, and then I think we rolled, we start rolling it out, it's like with using our team as like guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's try their class on Saturday with the Zoom and see how it's how it will work. Mm-hmm. And then once I was like, okay, yeah, this this is great. Then we started rolling it out for the entire, all of our classes, the entire studio. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. And yeah, I totally forgot about recording and then sending that to you yeah. as well. Oh, it, it, it's, it was, um, at the time, like, it, it was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought, this is great. This is what, you know, we have yeah. to do. But looking back now, that it was so much work. So much work because I would have to like, Miss Meredith, I need your videos, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and then I would have to get your videos. Hopefully, prayerfully, they wouldn't be too long. Yeah. Because then sometimes emails like your file is too large. large. Oh my God. So, I mean, it was like nights I was pulling my hair out. Like, we've got to get these videos uploaded. Mm. Yeah, it was a mess. Yeah. Looking back, it was a mess. Uh, Well, I remember thinking at the time though that it, it was a very reasonable and good solution Mm -hmm. given what we knew and what we had at the time. So it seemed uh, like a good approach. And I think that there were pros to that, but I'm sorry that it added stress. Yeah, I I agree. I agree because with parents working, a lot of them were still working in person. Mm -hmm. Um, Some were already working from home. But then they could access the videos whenever they wanted mm-hmm. and repa- replay them whenever they wanted. Like, yeah. it, you know, as the babysitter or what, I don't know, you know, just <laughs> they could replay it for yeah. their children. So I did, I do think that there are pros to it, mm-hmm. but to me now, Zoom is, yeah. is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been very, very successful right. using, yeah. using that. 
Which, yeah, I don't know any other studio that uses a different platform. Yeah, I only know Zoom. Yeah. Uh, so if there are any other studios out there using not Zoom that you think is great, feel free to... Are you familiar with Google it. Meets? Had you ever... I... I know of it, but I've never used it okay. personally. Okay. And I had yeah. similar experiences where people were like, oh, maybe for this meeting or this so-and-so, we could use Google Meets. Mm-hmm. And uh, for whatever reasons, it never came to fruition. It okay. would al- we would always end up using Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. It now feels so second nature yeah. since we're using it all the time. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, which to that, how... In your experience, have students responded to using Zoom or being online? Now? Mm-hmm. Or initially? Both. Okay. Let's okay. Both. Okay. <laughs> initially, it, it depends. I think it depends on the age of the child. Um, I think the older kids, ju- I mean, kids are, are, are adaptable, period. Like, mm-hmm. kids in general are adaptable. But I feel like the older kids have a little bit more um success with it than like your elementary age kids I feel like they get so they need more per like in-person interaction and yeah. lights and props and mm-hmm. they need to be like they want to be in your face mm-hmm. um and I think the the computer for them it wasn't as successful yeah yeah um now we're you know in person um which we do have a few students who take remotely um whose parents or families just say no we're still not ready um Mm -hmm. we are not comfortable at all which Mm -hmm. i get um and they seem to be fine Mm because i think they just they want to dance um and if this is the only way then i'll take it um, so I think they're fine with it, even though it's the teachers having to do, um, what is it called? Like dual roles. Mm, yeah. Like they yeah. have to, they have to teach the in-person kids and Hey, are you okay, Alana? Mm-hmm. Like, did you get that? Let me see you do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, but they seem to be fine with it. Um, but yeah, I think the older kids just initially, and if, if God forbid, if we shut down again, yeah, I think our older kids are just like, I got it. Yeah. I got it. They can handle a lot, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and as places started feeling a little bit more comfortable opening back up after a complete lockdown, what steps or how did you decide to take the steps that you ended up taking in order to ensure a safe environment at the studio? Okay, so a couple of things... Um, one of the local studios near us, um, the studio owners reached out to, um, a lot of us actually, probably she ended up reaching out to maybe 20 of us Mm and was like, Hey, um, there are a lot of Facebook groups for the Atlanta area, Mm -hmm. Atlanta teachers, Atlanta owners, Atlanta subs. Um, but we don't really have anything like South of Atlanta. Um, so would you guys want to be like in a Facebook group and we can kind of like, what are you doing, girl? What are you doing, girl? Like, you know, kind of talk about how we can support each other and, you know, get ideas from each other. So I, I did join that group. It ended up, um, on, we would do it once a week 
um, and it would be about every time it would be maybe seven of us on there consistently and we would talk about different things so I did get a, a lot of ideas from from them googling the mess out of Governor Kemp um, dance studios and then no, of course mm-hmm. nothing's gonna nothing came out about specifically dance studios so then mm-hmm. I would go daycare centers and I would type in, you know, and I would try to get some of like, oh, okay, pull from this, pull from this. And then I would Google gyms because I feel like we're kind of like in a mix yeah. between daycare yeah. centers and gyms. And so I kind of like would pull from from them, from what it listed about them. Um, and then thirdly, my husband, who like I go to for almost everything, hey, what do you think about this? He works in retail um, and... You know, he, I kind of pulled ideas from him. What are they doing at the store, you know, to make sure that their corporation, like make, making sure that they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of like pull from different things. But I think the number one thing would, I would have to say would be him kind of like, hey, yeah, let's do this, this, this. He's very into podcasts and NPR and news. So he would hear a lot of, hey, like this is what Dr. Fauci Oh, yeah, Dr. Fauci. Fauci. Like, this is what he recommends. This is what the CDC recommends. So he would hear a lot of that where I don't really consume all of that. Mm -hmm. So I would really lean on him to be like, okay, well, this is what they said. You need to be doing this. Okay. So that's what we... That's amazing. Yeah, no, that that definitely did. Oh, my gosh. Also... that I I just... Yeah, I I love that you had those resources... And that was so smart of you to look up how gyms and daycares were. Yeah, we didn't have anything for us. Yeah, which because I I know that for dance effects we had a similar thing where we had meetings where we were just like, we don't know what other people are doing because they're not really catering to dance studios. Right. right. Yeah, <laughs> so, because I guess we're such a small sector of the business population mm-hmm. in Georgia and Atlanta. So they kind of like maybe overlook us a little bit. Yeah. But with that being said, I was so grateful for that South Side dance studio owners group because mm-hmm. we would bounce ideas. And even, you know, like sometimes they would say stuff. I'd be like, I don't think that's you know, but still yeah. just to hear it and kind of like formulate it into what would work for me. Yeah. You know, that was always good to kind of hear from the other ladies. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I have noticed that's been a theme for studios outside of masks, which I do want to get your opinion on in a okay. moment. <laughs> okay. Can uh, I find a friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Be joy>. yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but our squares in studios. Yes. Um, oh, okay, and how, how your Please. approach to that was. Because okay. I know for us at the other studio, I think at minimum everyone was saying like a six by six square is what we were typically hearing from people. Right. But then, of course, everyone's studio spaces are different. Right. And so we were literally um, in the studio laying down on the ground and like stretching out to see like, okay, now we need extra space on top of that Mm -hmm. so rather than working from we're just going to do the minimum space that we think with you know with the six feet we're like how can we make it even more distance to Mm. make more people comfortable right and feel like we're also able to move so how was that experience for you trying to get squares into your studios 
Right. Um, so my sister and I, I will never forget this because my back was hurting for days after we did this. But we literally got the measuring tape that we measure the kids for their costumes. We literally got the measuring tape and would lay it down six feet. Oh, yeah. We would mark it off with cones or little, the little um, circles. Yeah. And, and we would mark it off. And then we would go to the next and to the next and to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so funny, though, because I see um, like either Instagram stories or videos from other schools and we I I think everybody has pretty much the same idea but everybody's squares are kind of different yeah so like um I know I of course I love our squares (laughs) (laughs) I love our squares because I see other studios squares and it's like once the square or rectangle whatever once it ends the next one begins Mm mm-hmm so and I get that because you're trying to maximize the space, but then as a teacher, I want to be able to walk around. Yeah. And like that's how I am. I like walking around. So if I did that, then I'm in their six, like I'm in within their six foot bubble that the CDC recommended. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think that that was like you. I think yeah. the teachers needed a path. Yeah. So that's why our our squares don't touch each other. Mm-hmm. So that the teachers can, and then too for like the flow of, like going across the floor and stuff like that. I I felt like the they needed that extra space, yeah. but yeah, it's it was mainly I guess for the teachers to be able to move around and look at the kids up close, but not within their space. Yeah. No, I I think that's been a great approach because it feels like all the students and myself included, when I'm teaching in my square, it feels like we have plenty of space. Good. Uh, But, okay, so now that's the downside, though. That's one of the downsides of just COVID in general, right? Mm -hmm. I get, like, I I will do whatever we have to do to be be there, to be open. But um, we would have 20 kids in the class, whereas now, with, like you said, with marking it off mm-hmm. measuring it off now we can only have i think um the most is 11 there's mm-hmm. some rooms that's only 10 mm. you know um yeah. so one of the downsides is we have like waiting lists oh, for classes yeah. because we cannot get kids in there yeah. under these circumstances so we yeah. do have a lot of wait lists that's one of the downsides yeah. of the whole thing but are those students who are on the wait list, are they able to pop in online and check it out and see? Oh, my God. That is a, that's an amazing suggestion. <laughs> I never thought of that. Oh, well, then maybe that might help and see. Yes. And then they can get on sooner. Would you like the remote option until, until a, you're a able spot? to? Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. That's, you're like, so perfect. Because yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to lose them, and I don't yeah. want them to be, like, Oh my god, I have to wait. Mom, you know, mom, when can I? When can I? Win? Yeah. That's perfect. And then if they're seeing it each week, all the other kids are having fun. Yes. They're going to hopefully want to yeah. stick around so yes. they can be there in person. Yes. I love that. Thank you, Miss Meredith. Yeah, Thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> so, going back to masks, mm-hmm. from your teachers, what feedback have you gotten from your teachers, or have there been any? 
negative feedback from teachers at the studio? No, not at all, really. Um, I think, so my sister does, she's one of my employees. Um, and I think when everything first, everything was new for all of us. Mm-hmm. And um, I think when I kind of said, hey, you know, mask all the time for, for the staff, all the time inside the building, um, and my husband, he was on that meeting too. I don't remember mm-hmm. if you remember that mm-hmm. initial meeting. Um, and he kind of reiterated as well, like even when the kids are gone mm-hmm. and you're packing up and you're getting your keys and you're going to the bathroom, still it needs to be on your, your face. Mm-hmm. Um, so at all times inside the building. But my sister at first was just like, oh, you know, kind of that whole like, but that's, but it was new. It was mm-hmm. new. And I don't think that still, like you said, the gravity of, of how serious it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, now she's fine. And I think all the teachers now are fine. And I haven't had any issues with any of our teachers. Yeah. Um, they keep them on. They, yeah, there's no, no issues at all. You know, there's some times where I think that just being teachers and we're screaming over the music and we're trying to (laughs) emphasize our point and we're passionate about five, six, seven, eight. You know, there are some (laughs) teachers that feel like the the kids can't hear unless you kind of like stretch out your mask a little bit. Uh And so even if I have to remind them, hey, let's keep our mask over our nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. I forgot. I forgot for a second. Um, but yeah, other than that, they're fine with it. And I'm so, I'm grateful that they're, they're okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, um, speaking as one of your teachers, I have not had any issues with it. I feel like you were saying at first it was new, so it was quite something to adjust to, um, both mentally and physically because, you know, uh, there would be moments where I would instinctively kind of go for my mask and then be like, Oh wait, I can't move right. it. So, yeah. um, but honestly, what I think about as a dancer is how this is going to affect me post COVID when mm. I remove the mask or when we're allowed to remove the mask and I no longer have a performance space. If yeah. you don't like where I'm dancing, <laughs> am I still going to have like my mouth kind of half open? So right, trying, to breathe, trying to breathe, trying to breathe still. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, yeah. But otherwise like, yeah, it's been, um, it's been easy to adapt to. Yeah. So. And gift of dance studio is a very strong competition studio. Thank you. It's true. Um, y'all are an amazing studio and have an amazing competition team. Since competition season is upon us Mm -hmm. very, very soon, what is that going to look like now during the pandemic? And how was it last year? Was it just completely canceled? Last year, 2020, we got to do one competition before. I think that the next few days after our first competition is when it it actually oh, hit. So I think okay. we, we competed that Sunday and then that Thursday, the schools were emailing us. So four days later, wow. the schools were emailing saying, hey, we're doing a half day tomorrow and we will not be back in school the following week until further notice. We will be at mm-hmm. home. 
Um, so we got to get one in. Um, and then the rest of them, yeah, they were completely canceled. Thank God we did get um, refunds back. Okay. Because I know that was a big issue with a lot of competition um, companies mm -hmm. and studio owners is they were kind of like trying to hold on to their money. Um, and, hey, what about a credit? Mm -hmm. uh, and they were not as willing to refund money. But thank God we did get our refunds back from our the ones that we didn't get a chance to do because of COVID. Mm -hmm. But this year, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I know I'm so excited for the kids. Like it's been a a year over a year. Yeah. So they finally get to it's gonna look a lot different because now competitions are doing block schedules. Okay. So it is only one studio in the building at a time. Oh. If you're kind of a smaller studio, it might be two okay. in there at a time. Um so you're having to run your numbers back to back to back to back to back. Oh, because wow. you're only allotted allotted those few hours. Oh in the building gosh. yeah and you can't come in before your time because they only want one studio at it like when they say one studio they're not playing um so like as one studio is exiting the next one's coming into the dressing room oh, and that's wow. i guess that's the time when the judges are breaking or eating or what have you mm -hmm. and then i mean it is literally one studio so um, that's going to be different because you're not going to some of the fun of competing is to see other works to yeah. see other artistry, mm -hmm. to see other kids and amazing tricks and stuff like that. So we're going to miss that. But at least, like I said, our kids get to be back on stage yeah. dancing their hearts out. Um, going back to the mask thing, um, some parents said that their student will dance with their mask on. Okay. And so in that group or trio or whatever, I've said everybody has to wear their mask in. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of coordinated the mask to match the costumes. Yeah, yeah. But then there's some that, like, let's say it's a trio, and all the parents are like, no, all three of them, no, my, my child doesn't need a mask. Okay. So then they will not, they actually will not have a mask on while dancing. Okay. Yeah, so they'll wear the mask, and then when they get backstage, they'll put them away. And then when they come uh, off, they'll put them back on. Okay. Right. So, um, but yeah, but that at least, so like I said, it's going to be different. Yeah. But they're dancing and they're competing. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Them. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know yeah. that they've been working. Yes. So hard. Yes. So hard. Yes. And honestly, to be completely honest with you, I was so hopeful in July and August that we would compete, but I had mm. no idea. So, of course, I'm putting up a like a front a confident front like yes we're we're gonna do these numbers, and I'm like confident, yes, but I didn't know yeah. I didn't know Governor Kent like were we gonna get shut down again? Yeah. was Biden gonna shut us down like I didn't know anything, yeah. so I'm so glad that it's happening. <laughs> oh, my goodness. oh my gosh, I'm so excited, especially for solos, yeah, I'm very excited oh, for all no. of our solos, yeah. Yes. <laughs> poor, poor Kelsey, though. So with it, because I know she has so many solos, mm -hmm. does that mean that when competitions are taking place, is it these are all our trio dances or is it every single like these are our group dances, our trios, our duets, our solos all in one sitting? Is that what you mean by mm -hmm. all oh of your gosh. numbers? Yeah, all of your num all of your numbers are in on this day at this block of time. You won't come back. Wow. 
you do them all on this. And then um, a lot of them are giving us, the studio owners, the leeway of, hey, you know your kids. You know who have to change. You know who needs a little bit of break to breathe or whatever. So you can kind of construct your order. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. Um, that way we can kind of space them out a little bit yeah. um, and plug some numbers in. So other kids like Kelsey, who has a lot, that she can get some breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's that is so 20. Exciting. So this year we have 28. So wow. within this two hour, three hour period, you're, that's what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> back to back to back, back to back. back. They yeah. better get their cardio ready. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> no, seriously. And so we've been trying to now rehearse. Yeah. Over and over and over, like back to like how they will compete because we want to make sure their stamina is going to last them through that three hour, two hour period. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm excited. It's going to be so wonderful. Yes, yes, yes. And you can watch, they're not, they're limiting spectators. Okay. Um, I want to be there if I can be there. Yes. I will um, find out about the first one that we just got our schedule or our time today, actually. Um, they didn't mention anything about spectators, so I need to email them. But um, a lot of them are limiting spectators, so I'll, okay. I'll find out. But if not, there's a live sh- um, stream, a live oh, stream. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Okay, awesome, yeah. awesome. I was about to say Zoom, but oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a live stream. Okay. <laughs> well, that's exciting, though. Yeah. And I guess for our final question, what has been one of the biggest challenges that you have faced as a studio owner during this time. <laughs> right. Um, I kind of touched on it a little bit um, about the class. Like, it's just so many changes, but oh, everything is so different. Um, but right now, the thing that comes to mind is just the class sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, just making sure that all of the kids and the teachers have enough space to be socially distant it kind of does put a little damper on business just being real um whereas um financially if i could get more people in the studio then of course that helps business Mm -hmm. so um business isn't where it could be number one a lot of people aren't aren't returning they don't feel safe um i think we lost about so before COVID, we had about 225 students enrolled. Mm-hmm. And then currently, I mean, we're working our way back, but currently we have about 180. Mm-hmm. So we lost a good bit of our of our students. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankfully, you know, a lot of grants and stuff, uh, the PPP, a lot of that has been able to, you know, help us out. Um, but yeah. I'm thankful that we can still keep going. I do know some studio owners on the south side that have had to shut down their business or at least close their doors for temporarily. Yeah. Um, but they're they're not operating right now. So I'm grateful. But business um, just kind of took a hit. Yeah. So. And I hate that you guys had that financial hit. I'm just so grateful that you guys are still open and that we do. It does seem as a teacher that like there's been a really strong community within our students who have been committed to coming. And that's been really nice to see for those who are still able and still here. Right. Um, It's nice being in the studio because it feels like 
everyone who's there is just so grateful to be there. Yeah. And so that's a really nice feeling. And I do want to say this too. Um, and I'm, I'm going to get through this without crying. I, I, I am. I'm going to be strong. We did lose a student um, when quarantine first hit. Um, a young lady, 13 years old, committed suicide. Um, so it's more than just exercise. It's more than, yeah. you know, just activity or something to do. This dance, and like you said, the community, it, I felt so bad because she wasn't able, and I think at that time we were still doing the videos, mm-hmm. you know, so um, it hurt us yeah. because we, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, had we been opened, she would have had that network of teachers, um, that network of students. And she had friends here. Um, when I go back and pull up videos from class and stuff, she had friends and she was bubbly. And, you know, and I think her not having that during quarantine, she couldn't take it. And that hurts, you know. So it, I think a lot of people look at dance. Oh, it's just dance. But it is a lot more than that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. That, that, that was hard. That was. was really hard for us. Yeah. Yeah. And- that's one of so many things with COVID that has been so hard and knowing that it has affected us in more ways than we might even know right now Yep. and yep. long-term what it's yep. going to do yep. for people's mental health, for mm-hmm. young students where they're in their early developing stages of socializing right. and uh, yeah, just long-term effects that, right. that might come from this, so. Thank you, Miss Keela, so much for being here today. This has been so fun, Miss Meredith. It's been a long time since I've been able to just chit chat with you. I know. I know. So, So, thank you. Thank you so, so, so much. I've been looking forward to this time with you. Um, (laughs) you um, Yeah, versus our just hello or quick how are you before I go teach class. Right, or before before someone walks in. I'm like, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. How can I help you? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So just just doing our jobs, but but thank you so, so, so much for taking the time to share your experiences with me and our listeners. Um, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you, Miss Mary. You know I love you to pieces. I love you I love you. Like, oh my gosh, how long has it been? Four? It's been since 2014. That long? I was going to say 2017. Because I was technically... Oh my gosh. An undergrad when I started working for you because I would come home for the summer and you were the first person who hired me. So, at festival? Well, so that too, that okay. as well. Okay. There's a vehicle, listeners. <laughs> we are trying to have a moment here, sir. Um, and he's just trying to get to his next destination. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I. I borderline like owe my dance career to you because shut up. Not like that's not me joking. Like I first you hired me as a dance instructor for the first time ever. I'd never been a dance instructor. That was the summer of 2014. I was a guest choreographer and I helped with the summer camp. 
So here at Gift of Dance. Oh my god, I and took then, my memory is horrible. <laughs> no, and then oh and then as far as professional dancing, you hired me with Atlanta Festival Ballet after is, was it the same year? That was 2016, 2017. Oh my that season. Wait, so wait, re- refresh my memory. <laughs> How did I know about you? Did you just I, like email me? I just yeah, I emailed you. I was oh <laughs> I was gosh. um I was at Alabama and I was in my spring semester and I knew I was going to be home in Atlanta for the summer. I wanted a job, but I wanted it to be in dance. And so I was googling studios that were close to my home where I was going to be staying. Which and, was Rex? Um, no. Jonesboro. Jonesboro. Okay. Yeah, just okay. right, right um, north of here. Okay. And yeah, your studio came up and so I just emailed wow. you and sent you a video and you were like, yeah, you can be our choreographer for, and I think that was when um, I taught Quay his solo. Oh man. That was the start of. Look, and I know, <laughs> I know once you saw him, you were like, okay. I can I can dig this. Raw talent, right? Yes, because he was like, oh, I've never done contemporary before, and then went and won all the awards and yeah, yeah, all of this for his solo. Well, I didn't realize it was that. So the eight year, eight, nine, ten, eleven, is seven. How many years? Wait, I said sixteen. Twenty fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. What is that? Eight years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Yeah, and technically, Thank you. you're such an asset. I didn't realize it was that long, but yeah, you, um, you're such an asset. You're so like, you're one of the teachers I know. I never have to worry about. You're you're faithful, like you're on time. Um, you rarely ever call out. Like you are just wow. I'm so, and then of course you're super talented. As a choreographer and a teacher, and the kids love you to death. You. And you have that, like, um, I, I as a teacher, I, I kind of like put a wall up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like I have to be super, like, boundary, yeah. like, no, you because I don't want you to feel like we're friends. Mm-hmm. But you have, I think, that perfect balance of hey, you can talk to me, we can, we can vibe out. But let's get to work and let's work on things. Like, let's move. And I think that you've got that figured out to a T. Oh, my gosh. So I'm, you are so, I'm so impressed by you. And it's been I'm eight cry. years. I'm, cry. <laughs> I'm so glad that we're wearing masks so that you can see <laughs> that I'm blushing and that I'm bright oh, red. No, it's true. It is so true. It's so Thank true. Thank you. Thank you. And even furthermore, not to just be like, and more and more and more, but... I met so many people through you that have danced with Modco. Yes. So it's all these connections. Like, I'm, I'm not joking when I say, like, I owe so much of my dance career Aww. to Miss Kila. So thank you. Thank oh, you. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, is there anything you would like to share with our listeners about where they can check you out, your studio? Sure. Um, so we are, um, we're heavily on social media on our Instagram and Facebook so they can check us out. Um, if they're interested in Instagram, it's gift event studio, um, underscore. And then Facebook is, um, just gift event studio. There's one apparently in South Africa as well. So make sure you look at the McDonough one, (laughs) McDonough, Georgia (laughs) one. Um, and then we do have, um, competition auditions coming up, uh, in mid May, actually May 8th. So if anyone's interested in joining, we're starting a new petite team. 
um, or you know just looking to perform and compete then they're welcome to um, come audition with us May 8th here at the studio all right, well, thank you so much again. Sure. Thank and you for having me. And thank you, listeners. We hope you enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for next time. Yeah. <laughs>